Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grow Your Life podcast. My name is Jeremiah Krakowski, and on this podcast, I help you grow in your business and your life. The thing is, is that I've noticed a lot of times what stops people from reaching their goals in their business is actually stuff that they've either believed, mindsets that have come in, in their personal life that affect all other areas, and it directly 100% correlates to the business results that they're getting. Now, a lot of times business experts try to argue with this. They say, no, it's just not taking enough action is the issue. The thing is, is this, if you're using the wrong tools to take the right action, you are also going to get the wrong result. And so I see a lot of great people take limitless amounts of action and yet they're not where they want to be because they're using the wrong tools to get there. And so in this, I want to activate you with some tools that I've seen. I've been coaching people for the last six months, and there's a recurring theme that keeps coming up with people. It's this theme that people uh, don't want to do what it takes to be successful because they feel that they are powerless to the opinions of other people, or they don't want to appear inauthentic. And so they choose to not even do the thing that's going to help them out of fear of what inauthenticity might do. Now you might be listening to this right now. And those of you that are listening to me, if you've not listened to a lot of my podcasts, me just saying that right now is going to trigger you to turn this off. I beg you and plead, don't turn this off because your preconceived idea about what I'm going to talk about is triggering that in you because you believe that you know what I'm going to say when I can almost guarantee you that what's going to come next is the opposite of what you're perceiving. Okay. So I'm excited to do this because I know what people need to get past to get to the next level. And yet I'm seeing the same cycles, the same issues manifesting in different areas. And what it is, is that people are afraid, but they also have standards. I don't want you to ever back down on your standards. I don't want you to ever do something that you don't believe in. I don't want you to ever do something that you believe is not true. I would like you, however, to change the beliefs that you're believing that are lies. And there are things that you believe right now about business, about life, about your life, about where you're at right now that are manifesting in you circling the hamster wheel, constantly getting the same result. When in fact, that foundation is very good. It's actually the right foundation. And so what I've noticed is, is this, as I'm ending up talking to people, powerful, strong people that have a good foundation that they're building everything else on, but they're using the wrong tools. They're using the wrong, let's say we're building a house. Okay. The people that I'm talking to, and I'm talking to you right now, the person listening to this, I would bet that if you found this podcast and you're listening to it right now, that you have a solid foundation, principles, beliefs, that have helped you get to where you are right now. I know that because almost everybody that follows me has that same foundation. Uh, and yet I also have people that, that don't believe the same things. That foundation, by the way, is not your religious beliefs. 
<laughs> and even me saying that right now might trigger that in you. And that's what I mean by it's the right motive, the wrong tools for the job. Because you are believing lies about the truth and you're attaching lies to the truth and allowing them to create your future, your life for you. And this is the foundation that I truly believe that everybody has that's listening to me right now. Um, especially because at the time of recording this, I haven't advertised massively in the marketplace. So in the future, there might be people that find this episode and maybe they aren't coming from this foundation, but they want to. And so this is what it is. This is the foundation that I believe that you're, that you're coming from. You want the best for your family. You want the best for your life and you want to make the best impact generationally and leave a legacy for the world around you coming from goodness, kindness, gratefulness, compassion, and love. And so that foundation actually has nothing to do with a religious basis. I'm not going to touch on that right now. I'm not going to debate that at all right now with people because I want you to grab onto you yourself personally, not what you think about me or what I'm going to say or other people listening to this. This is for you. And this is an intimate time where I want you to look personally inside of you yourself as to what is stopping you from reaching your goals. Here's the deal your religious foundation or lack thereof, because I have people that are atheists that listen to me <laughs> and they are good people. They are great people that are doing wonderful things, helping people. And that foundation has nothing to do with religious dogma. It has nothing to do with that at all. And so I want to honor all people that are listening to me right now, no matter what their religious foundation is. Mine personally is Christian. Okay. But I also know this, that if I'm a follower of Jesus, I don't make my message only palatable to those that believe the same thing that I believe. <laughs> and a lot of times I see this Christians, unfortunately have made a bad example of Christ. Uh, and that's left a sour taste in people's mouths. And so for me to be the best Christian that I can be is actually to be loving to all people, to not judge, to not be hateful, to not have hatred, to not come from that place. And so I believe because I've attracted it with the content that I produce, the people that listen to this podcast come from a place of not having hatred in their heart not hating other people, uh, having an open mind, being open-minded, or if they're not, they're interested in knowing what it means to be open-minded yet not, uh, compromise on their values. Okay. And so that's the foundation that, that a lot of people are you're, you're uncompromising in your values, which is why I don't want to ask somebody who believes differently than me to compromise on their values for the sake of hearing what I want them to hear. Because this is a message for all people. This is not a message just for one belief system or another. Unless you believe that 
We need to be violent and bring harm to people and hatred to people to bring about and control outcomes. If you're somebody that believes that, that's because you're trying to protect what you love and you're allowing fear to rule that. That's, again, another topic for another time. But if you're listening to this right now, you're probably somebody that, that, that is uncompromising in their beliefs because that's who I am <laughs> and yet is loving and caring towards other people and has a foundation of goodness, gratefulness, compassion, love, and does not operate out of a place of hatred or selfishness. Or, 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 or if they do, doesn't want to and wants to, maybe doesn't realize they're doing it. Because a lot of, so that's the foundation. A lot of times people, they operate in selfishness and don't even realize it. And yet there's a level of not being selfish that is actually helpful. And there's certain lies that people believe about selfishness. And they're equating healthy activities with selfish activities. And so this is one of the first lies that I want to attack right here is if you are equating the thing that is going to help other people with selfishness because you're uncompromising. And this manifests in not creating social media content, not putting content out there because you don't want to appear narcissistic because you don't want to have everything drawn to you. Uh, look at me, look at what I can do and you want to impact other people. And yet in that, you don't do the very thing that will help impact other people because you don't want to compromise in that belief. I'm not asking you to compromise in that. I'm not asking you to be unauthentic. I'm not asking you to do something that will make you be perceived as evil or wrong or goes against your foundational beliefs. But what if you making a video about your breakthrough from fear helps encourage and inspire another person to connect them with the confidence that they need to to go and liberate a nation. Not so that you can get the credit for it, but because you didn't compromise, but rather walked out your calling, your purpose, and your destiny. <laughs> and yet there's a lot of people that I coach that they are afraid about putting too much out there. Maybe if I show people that I'm too smart, it'll look like I'm, I'm glorifying myself or self-promoting myself, or people will use me. If I, if I go out there and I help too many people, they'll come at me, they'll use me and they'll suck me dry because that's what everybody else in your life did. Or maybe they'll judge me. They'll speak wrong about me. They'll say things that are untrue about me. And what this is, is an uncompromising foundation of goodness and kindness and love 
that doesn't want to hurt other people, that doesn't want to do wrong, and yet has a misaligned identity and validation source. Because you're allowing, you're giving up the power and the authority over the choices and decisions in your life to other people's opinions about what you do or don't do. You're giving up the power of how other people use you or don't to them. And so you never walk out your calling and destiny based on appearing to be a way that you know that you aren't. And you're trying to avoid the shame and the guilt that comes from doing the very thing that you're called to do because you've given up the power and the authority of your life and your choices to other people. Now, as I say that right now, you might be saying that is, that is not true. That is not, not true. I always do what I want to do. Really? Okay. Then why would somebody that, that, that can help the world not go on social media, not post on social media because of the shame that might come in from people saying, maybe you're a bad mom. Why would somebody not put something out there to not, because they don't want to look smarter too smart to people or look like they're bragging. And so they prevent themselves from putting something out there to the public. If they're not worried about other people's opinions about them, why would somebody stay in a job they hate and not provide for their family because they're worried about not providing for their family? Why would somebody submit to an authority that is controlling and abusive to them. If they weren't worried about how they look to other people and they did not give up the power and the authority of their life to someone else. Or maybe it's just that, you know, in the past you had experiences where you walked out your calling and destiny and it hurt and it got you hurt and it hurt other people. And so you made a decision that I will never do that again. And that I will always be uncompromising in my beliefs. And in that you've created this vicious cycle that prevents you from walking out your calling and destiny and you're living and operating in a lesser than version of your life because of this framework of not triggering people, of not affecting that. Because you believe that if you can control the reactions of other people, then you can control your life. And that other people can control you by the words that they say. And that belief right there, my friends, is a lie that you're believing. If you believe that other people can control you, by what they do, what they say, their influence, and that you can control other people by what you do, what you say, and your influence, you are believing a lie and operating 
your life through a framework of lies. And you're allowing fear to control your life. Because you believe that if you allow, if other people fear you, you can control them. Because you're so afraid of other people that you allow them to control you. And you operate in this framework of fear. It's time to stop. And it's time to choose to create the life that you were destined to live entirely separated from fear, shame, guilt, worry, and operate in confidence and authority. <laughs> but you've seen other people that operate in confidence and authority in your life. And the way they do it is by controlling other people with fear. And you've made a decision that if that's how I have to lead, I don't want anything to do with success because I don't want to be controlling. I don't want to be domineering. I don't want to be authoritarian. I don't want to be narcissistic. I don't want to be like my father, like my mother, like my grandfather. If they had to work that hard, if they had to hurt themselves and hurt others that much for success, I want nothing to do with it. And you've seen the examples of other people and you're comparing your life to them and making decisions about your life and what you don't want instead of declaring what you do want. And you're allowing the avoidance and the protection and the security of what you don't want to dictate your life and your choices and your actions because of beliefs about what you don't want because you're unwavering in your beliefs. You're solid. And I want to honor you in that. Because nobody honored, honored me in this. And so I want to honor you in this. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy because I'm actually getting healing in myself because I grew up with the same thing in church, uh, in the home. You know, a lot of you who follow me and my mom, you've heard our story. <laughs> we grew up in, a, in this, this brethren church, <laughs> you know, and it was like a cult and it wasn't godly. It was, it was ruling with fear and narcissism. And that was the lesson of how I learned what leadership was. And, and man, like I've gone through inner healing, forgiveness, restoration with my mom, forgiving her for the mistakes that she made when I was young, forgiving myself, forgiving up the power to that, to giving it up to other people, forgiving myself for the choices and the mistakes that I made in my life. For those of you that don't know this, you know, I almost went to prison for 25 years for making a mistake with my words and realizing the power of the influence of the words that I, that I speak. I realized the power that it has to create worlds or destroy them. And I almost destroyed my life with the words that I spoke. Uh, I, I made a, a facetious, uh, it was a, it was a dare that somebody dared me. <laughs> so I allowed another person to control me by a dare because I believed other people could control me. So they dared me and I submitted to the dare to post something on the internet that was a threat 
against uh, it was a facetious threat on a dare against the president. Uh, God help me. That is not. I did not. That that was my defense. I told them I'm like I said I was drinking alcohol. I was under the influence of alcohol. Somebody dared me. And yet I wasn't taking ownership over my own choices to do that because I felt that I could control other people and I was powerless to other people. And I've gone through uh, psychological therapy, inner healing, uh, a lot of ministry time, just a lot of time with God in prayer to realize and get past the shame and the guilt of the mistake that I made. And luckily it got expunged from my criminal record. Uh, I got let go. I don't have any any crimes on my record other than I had a DUI. I don't have any felonies. I was investigated, which I'm so thankful that our government investigated a threat as credible. And, and that they were so merciful to see the truth, even in me when I didn't see it in myself. Because <laughs> I had a foundation of goodness of gratefulness, of love, of compassion, but I believed that other people could control me. And so I submitted to the lies that somebody else told me to speak out. And I operated in a lie because I, I, I allowed that lie to manifest in me. And a lot of you people that are listening to this right now are allowing lies that you've been told to be, that became beliefs that you are believing as true to manifest in your life. And they are equating to the life that you have right now. And it's time to delete those lies and replace them with truth. I want to honor the truth that you are unwavering on. No matter what you believe, no matter what your foundation is, no matter what religious upbringing or not you've had, no matter what's happening to you. And I want to say this, whatever happened to you in the past, you didn't deserve for it to happen. But you do have the power to change what you believe about the story that you tell yourself about what happened. So all of us have had situations in our life and, and I'm getting this from a lot of different sources. I've studied books, hundreds of books, seminars, teaching, counseling. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I'm just sharing with you what has worked with me that has helped me. Okay. Here's what happened to you. And here's what you believe about what happened. Oftentimes the two are not the same. And yet you believe to the death that they're the same. And so you're unwavering in your standards, your values, your truth, but you're attaching a framework of tools. These are the bad tools. You have the right foundation, but the wrong tools to build the house that you're building. And so that belief about what happened, you've been believing and it's a lie that you're believing it's, it's what you're believing about the story, about what happened, about what the meaning was. You created meaning about what happened. And that meaning has built a framework for your life that you've operated in. What it's done is, okay, so this situation happened. 
This is why a lot of people say my pain created who I am today. It's actually, it's very true. Your pain didn't break you. It helped build a framework for you. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So that traumatic situation maybe happened and you, be, you, you believed, a, you put a meaning to it and a story on top of it. And what that did was it forged in your life, in your brain, especially if you study neuroplasticity, it forged tools like this pen in your life. When in fact, you've actually needed a remote control. Okay. And let's, so you've had this pen in your life that's been forged, but you really needed a remote control. And so you've been operating with a pen for the things that you're supposed to use with remote control. If I try to change the channel on my TV with a pen, it's not going to change the channel. But if I try to write a love letter to my wife with a remote control, that's not going to do anything. I can't take this piece of paper and write with a remote control. And yet there's situations in your life that have forged a pen where a remote control should be and a remote control where a pen should be. And maybe a pen where a pencil should be and vice versa. And so the foundation is there. You know, you have the TV. <laughs> you have the love letter. But you're using the wrong tools with the right foundation. And you're not able to get the results that you know are possible. You know That the TV show that you're looking for, maybe it's a Bible show, or maybe it's a sporting event, or a cooking show, or it's just a drama, Downton Abbey or something, is on that TV. You know it's there, but you're using a pen to change the channel. And you're getting frustrated because your life created this pen for you. And you know that this pen is the right tool for the right job. You just need to swap the tools. And use the remote control to change the channel. To create the narrative. If you're watching Fox News, change it to CNN. If you're watching CNN, change it to Fox News. <laughs> By the way, I, I watch both of them. Uh, and I don't agree with half of what either of them say. <laughs> it's just I just because I'm making my own decisions and 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 watching that and and there's balance in that. You know, I I read things that are Christian and not. I I I, I watch TV shows that are uplifting and not. And I, and I can see what people see. And I've asked God to show me what are these people ingesting? What are they putting in their bodies? If you eat the wrong fuel and you're working out and building your body, you're not going to get the result that you know is possible. And yet you've been putting the wrong food in 
because that's all you've been given as tools throughout your life because nobody has ever given you a framework of better tools. When in fact, here's the other thing that I found. Everybody, this is the other belief. So these are the two beliefs that you can control other people and other people can control you and that you have all the right tools for the job and that you're doing all the right things. So those are foundational because those are uncompromising. If those were true, that would be great. But right now those are not true for you because the result that you see is not manifesting in the way that you know is possible. Okay. The other side of this is this. That you, that you, when you do control the narrative, you're doing it to hide what you don't want to be exposed. And so you're giving up the very thing that you want by choosing to not do the thing that will help you get there because you're using the wrong tools to get the thing that you desire, to connect with other people, to share love, to impact the world, to create a legacy for your family. And yet you're using the wrong tools for the job. And the tools that you've been using are a shield when you should be using the sword. And a sword where you should be using a shield and you've been using armor and protection and this layer of protection to defend yourself against what you don't want to happen. And you're operating and saying, why can't I slice this bread with a cutting board? You got the right tools. You're using them in reverse order. And this is what I find a lot with the people that I coach. They actually are incredible freaking people. That you listening to this right now, I'm not saying you to puff this up, but I know the people that listen to my podcast, they're incredible people. They have incredible vision. They aren't struggling with dreams, but they are struggling with the tools and the strategy to get there because they don't know who they are, whose they are, what their purpose is, what the right tool for the purpose is, and a strategy to get there. And if you haven't listened to the podcast episode that I did uh, two episodes ago, Roadmap to Your Destiny, that's going to help you as a tool to help you find that. But what you've been doing up to this point in your life is, is you've made beliefs about your identity based on the validation that other people give you. Because your goal is to, is to receive love and connection from other people and to give it. But you want, but you know, you're foundationally that you get by giving. Okay. So this is a foundational thing. You know this, but you're using the wrong methods and the wrong tools. You're, you're, you're trying to make sure that nobody invalidates you. That nobody says a bad word about you. That nobody speaks ill about you. That nobody lies about you, that nobody controls you because you're operating in this, this framework that believes that other people have the power to control you instead of you realizing that that very place 
is an area that you're called to influence. I've seen the people that are most afraid to post on social media have a purpose and a destiny to post on social media daily. And the ones that it comes very easy to, that might be a tool for their destiny, but it's not their main purpose. For example, for me, it actually comes easy to me because I know that uh, it's a part of my destiny, but my ultimate destiny is not this podcast. It's not uh, my social media videos. <laughs> Those are tools to help me impact people, to help them believe for greater, to help them to unlock vision, to unlock purpose, and to transform the world for goodness, for kindness, for greatness. I have a vision with this podcast for you listening to this right now to make a million dollars because my vision is this, that a hundred thousand people would make a million dollars. And if I can get a hundred thousand listeners to this podcast, I know that I can help each one of them. And that's my goal. I can't guarantee you that you're going to make a million dollars. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I want to help you develop the tools that you need. I'm not even going to give you the tools. That's the thing. I don't even know the tools that everybody needs because I don't know everybody's situation. When I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with somebody, for example, I talked to a lady yesterday. She was afraid of appearing too smart to people on social media and not giving away so much because she was worried about people using her and abusing her the way that she has been in the past. And she, so she wasn't doing the very thing that she was called to do because she was trying thinking that other people control how much of herself that she gives. And she wasn't taking ownership over the fact that she is a, she was made to give. She was made to do that. And yet she was avoiding her destiny out of fear, trying to control it because she believed that other people can control her. I talked to another lady today that she believed that breakthrough in her life was hard. And you might be somebody right now that believes that your breakthrough is hard. I'm here to tell you that that belief that breakthrough is hard is a lie that you've been believing. And that if anybody tells you that success is hard, they're lying to you. And in fact, I've listened to those people that say success is hard. They say that if anybody tells you that success is easy, that they're lying to you. Both of those are true. <laughs> yes. Both of those are true. If somebody tells you that success is hard, they're lying. And if they tell you that success is easy, they're lying. Because success requires you to do hard work and to do the very things that you fear the most. And it's difficult and hard, but you have to change your perspective on what is hard and stop looking at it like it's hard and a task, but rather as something that you get to do with joy and happiness and shift your perspective on that hard thing. So I'm here to tell you this, that you're going to have to do hard things. And that is true. 
If somebody tells you that success is just sit there on the couch and manifest and dream that you're going to get a Ferrari, they are lying to you. And yet there's truth in declaring, I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to be a loving spouse. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to give away a million dollars a month in my business. I'm going to have a Ferrari, have the house that I want, be a billionaire, be a loving husband. You see, for me, I'm never going to be a billionaire until I can learn to be the best husband that I can be to my wife. Until I can learn to lead you that are listening to my podcast right now. And so for me to, to, to go to that billion dollar level that I, I, it's just, it might not be your goal. It's, it's mine. It's my goal. I have it there. Like in my lifetime, going to be a billionaire. Just, it's just not optional for me. I haven't made it optional for that not to happen. And that might be a bold statement that some people aren't ready to hear. I've had a lot of people tell me that that's delusional. I've also had a lot of wise people tell me that that is exactly what your destiny is. Part of it, a piece of it, a piece to walk towards your destiny is how do I become a billionaire and yet not compromise on my beliefs, not hurt anybody, not bring harm to anybody, but help empower people and empower people to make money, to have relationships that are successful, to build families, to have loving friendships, to be friends to people, to help empower others, to walk in truth, in goodness, in kindness, in graciousness, in gratefulness, with love above all things. No matter what religion they come from. And that's the challenge because we look at the world around us, we see billionaires, we see millionaires, we see leaders, and we're saying, man, if I have to do what they did, I don't want anything to do with it. And we make a decision to never go after what we're called to do, to never impact the world with Hollywood movies on Netflix, to ever make video games to help kids that are addicted to pornography, to get off of that. That's one of my passions. You know, because I myself was addicted to pornography, addicted to video games. And yet I've seen the damage that it causes to families, to relationships, in men and women. And I want to empower people to end child sex trafficking through video games, through movies. Through music. How am I going to get there if I'm avoiding those very things? And when I was when I was young, I made a decision that I'm not going to go into Hollywood and I'm not going to go into the video game industry because all they care about is sex, drugs and alcohol and pornography. And yet I realized 
What if my destiny, part of it, was to help liberate those that are stuck in addictions, that have been lied to by religious upbringings or systems of religion that have told them that works in performance and being a good person is how they please God, that they're not good enough, that God hates them, that God is disappointed in them, that judgment day is coming and they will make an account for everything that they do. These are lies that people are taught from religion. How do I help set people free from the lies of religious dogma? And yet I'm unwavering about my belief in God. Because I've talked to people that are atheists and they know more about God's truth than some people in the church do. They know way more about God's truth. You know, I posted this on my social media the other day and it triggered some people. I said, God has never been disappointed in any of his children ever. And then I proceeded to show that in second Corinthians five, where that comes from and how that correlates with quantum physics and time and how God is outside of time. And I made that post and I might talk about that later again. I'm not building a platform that's based around religion or religious belief. And yet people have allowed bad beliefs, bad tools that have come in, create a framework for their life that helps result in what they don't want because they're trying to defend against what they don't want because they don't want to be like their parents. They don't want to be like that pastor. They don't want to be like that person that abused them. They don't want to be like their husband, their wife, their spouse. They don't want to be like their friends. They don't want to be like that. And they're afraid of the shame that comes in because of false beliefs about how powerless they are to create their life. And so they choose to accept life as the status quo to live it on the default setting instead of creating and designing the life that they want. And yet they have a desire to design their life and they walk out a less than, lesser than life than what they were destined to live. And they accept it as I was just destined to live this lesser than life, which is a lie that people believe. And so in this, it's, it all boils down to this. We believe that we can control other people and we believe that other people can control us any area of your life that you are defending yourself against what you don't want is an area where you are allowing fear to create your life for you because you are afraid and you're making excuses about what you don't want and what you're trying to avoid so you never do the very thing that you were called and made and destined to do because you've given power to fear in your life. And sometimes people even 
believe that God rules with fear. Fear of God and God operating with fear, shame, and guilt are not the same thing. God has never been disappointed in you. There's nothing that you can do to disappoint God. And that's not universalism either. I don't believe in universalism either. Uh, So in this, you're allowing your fear of how other people might act dictate your life because you believe that if you can control your life in a way to avoid the thing that you fear the most, that you will manifest your destiny. When in fact, you're supposed to take action in the face of that fear and not do the things that avoid it manifesting and walk forward past your fear into your destiny. Even though that thing is going to be there, that thing that you fear will not disappear. You believe that if you someday you will tap into a secret strategy to reach your goals and never have to face your fear. And that belief right there, my friends, of fear avoidance is a prison that you've been living in. You've been living within the walls and the prison of fear to avoid being invalidated, to avoid severing connection, to avoid that, to give love because you're unwavering in your belief and your foundation of goodness and love and connection with other people. Just like me. That you will not allow anything to get in the way of that. And so you avoid doing the very thing that you are destined to do, the strategy that will help you get to where you want to go because you are allowing the fear of other people's actions to control you because you believe that other people can control you. And if you can just control other people and prevent them from doing what you don't want, then you will be successful. And that is the biggest lie that you are believing. is that if you can control other people's reactions, then you will be successful. If you can just influence people enough to get what you want, then you will be successful. And you're trying to find that secret strategy to do that without ever doing what you need to do. You're using the wrong tools for the job because your life has created that framework through the experience through the experiential beliefs of what happened, the story that you've told yourself and the lie, I'm going to call it like it is, the lie that you're believing about the story of what happened that created the framework that forged the wrong tool in your mind and you've been living your life up to this point, up to this very moment with the wrong tools for the job that you know that you're called to do. And I'm here to tell you this, that that you can change that by replacing the lie with truth in the face of fear. And it starts with those beliefs of, 
I can't control other people and other people cannot control me. I empower other people. I encourage other people. Encourage instead of avoid or control. Empower instead of hold back or avoid. Uh, Love instead of hate. Hate and love actually have the same goals. Because hatred is trying to protect the thing that it loves so much, but it operates with the wrong tools. And so your foundation is in the right place. The tools that you've been given that have been forged up to this point in your life are the wrong tools. You need to forge new tools and create that. And that comes by creating new beliefs and replacing the lies with the truth. You see... If you're believing a lie as truth, it is your personal truth. But it's not the truth that's going to help you and serve you to your goals, to your destiny. You've allowed the framework of your entire life up to this point manifest the wrong tools for the job. It's time to take a leap of faith. Step out, be bold, speak up, say the things that you want to say, lean in, not be silent, stand firm, stand strong, and declare boldly what you stand for and what you love and what you want. And stop defending against what you want to avoid and said, speak towards what you are trying to create and create your life. Grow your life. You will not be able to grow your life until you learn how to create your life. And that's why I circle around this so often in my content. Create the life that you want by declaring with your mouth what you want. That's not the law of attraction. That is not the secret. The secret is like 1% of the truth. (laughs) The, The movie, The Secret, the book. But like, if you only take that 1%, it's, it's, it's actually a lie. It's not the truth. So the truth is, is this, you declare, and then you walk it out with belief, with faith, with conviction, with authority, with power and power is not controlling or ruling, not yelling, not operating with fear, not injecting fear into others, but actually operating with love, empowering and encouraging and using encouragement and declaring what you want and not even speaking of what you want to avoid. I see so often people have big goals and yet they talk about what they don't want to happen in their life and they will never get what they do want to happen because they're so focused on what they don't want and what they want to avoid. You need to focus on what you want and what your goals are and where you're going and stop looking at all the things that you want to avoid. And in that, you have had a belief and a false belief that if I only focus on what I want to avoid, operating in defense against the things that I fear, then I will manifest what I want in my life and I will suddenly be successful when I get the right strategy to do that. And that is a lie that you are believing and operating in a framework of defense. And I studied this studying military strategy. Interestingly enough, 
uh, even though I don't fully agree with killing people. You know, it's a paradigm shift right there for you. Uh, <laughs> and yet I do support our military in the country that I live in. And I, I know that it's, a, it's necessary. And it's not my fight or battle to fight. But what I want is to get people thinking right and thinking clearly and thinking in a way that can help serve all of our goals and reach the destiny that is available for all of us. Stop living your life from a place of avoiding what you don't want and letting fear create the framework and the blueprint for your actions based on what you want to avoid. And instead, decide what you want and go after it from offense instead of defense. Attack, not defend. And attacking in that is attacking your goals, going after them, going forward, empowering. I'm not talking about killing, destroying. I'm talking about building up, raising up, tearing down strongholds, tearing down what is not working, tearing down the frameworks of what aren't serving you for your goals and building up the better thing that will help you in that way. And you need to do that for yourself and in your life and define that. And here's what I want you to do is just pray. If you've never done this before, if you, if you don't believe in God, just pray, God, show me the lies that I'm believing right now and show me the truth that I should believe. And you'll see that manifest in your life. You'll get a picture of it. You'll get a picture of what the, the, the moment in your life where that happened, the story, what the truth is. And, and, and by replacing that, you'll, you'll actually then manifest that. We see this in psychiatry. People do regression therapy. They go back in time to a moment of what happened, a trauma, and, 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 and look at it from a different perspective, from an outsider perspective. And that allows somebody to not operate as a victim. You are not a victim. Stop operating as a victim. You are a victor and you are victorious and you will not be a victim. You see, I'm talking about operating in a place of knowing that victory is in front of me. And, to, and walking towards victory instead of victimhood. You need to go from victim to victor. From victimhood to victory. And right now, those that are listening to this, even me, right, myself, me, myself, right now, I am in the middle of victim and victory, but I'm moving towards victory and away from victim. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. You don't have to get it all perfect. You don't have to get it all right. You don't have to do it all right now in this moment in time, perfectly right now. You just have to put one foot in front of the other and take a step of faith and walk towards your calling and destiny and towards victory. And if you want me to help coach you through this, I have free coaching that I offer people on my Instagram. You can win once a month. The same person can win multiple times. I had a lot of people that won and didn't realize that they could win multiple times. You can win multiple times once per month. Okay? And I pick one winner every single Sunday. If the same person posts, Rita is awesome. She won three times because other people stopped posting. <laughs> it's awesome. 
You can win multiple times, and all you got to do is this. Leave hashtag grow your life in the comments on my Instagram. And I pick one winner who leaves hashtag grow your life in the comments on my Instagram to win a free coaching session with me. Okay? And if you leave hashtag grow your life, I might reach out to you. I might send you a link. If you leave hashtag grow your life on my Instagram, that's all you got to do. Go to my Instagram, leave hashtag grow your life. I'll also send you a link to the hashtag grow your life community of people that are growing in their life on Facebook. There's over a thousand people in there that are just like you. It's your tribe, your vibe, it's a community that we're building. And it's free. Uh, but you can win free coaching with me, a 30-minute coaching call where we'll talk about your goals, your framework, the tools, where you're going, and create a system and a strategy for you to get to the next level and create a 30-, 60-day plan for you. It's not a sales pitch. I charge $1,500 an hour to coach with people. This is free. I'm giving 30 minutes of that time to you, one person a week, to coach. That's why I talked to Rita yesterday. I talked to Stacy today. I talked to Jory this week. It's awesome. They're in the Facebook group, by the way. You can find them in there to help coach them on their goals, to reach their destiny, and to walk out this plan for their life of where God has for them to go. Grow your life, everybody. And we'll talk soon.